Hello and welcome to The Roundtable, a Next Generation Politics podcast. Next Generation Politics is leading a movement of young people committed to building bridges across various divides. I'm Kanisha, and this week, Jack and I spoke with Cornell Woolridge, Program Manager of the Civic Saturday Fellowship at Citizen University. Cornell got involved in politics at an early age, a campaign in third grade, and has been around the political space since then. What brought him to civic work and keeps him in civic work is bringing people together and helping them discover and use the power they have together. Born in Oklahoma and growing up in Texas, Cornell was a double PK, preacher's kid, since both his father and his mother were preachers. Growing up in a strong faith tradition, today his energies are organized around civic faith, which binds spiritual faith with civic engagement and blends it with belief in the power of community and the intangible connection and energy to create together. Through his work at CU, Cornell is committed to assuming good intent, focusing on finding the cords of connection between people and helping them understand one another's experiential realities and why those might lead them to see things differently. This is why he loves coaching people and facilitating Civic Saturdays, to which you invite people who you don't generally speak with and ideally who may be on opposite sides of an issue and create a powerful and unifying experience through the structure and rituals that bring people together through layers of communication and connection. Cornell noted that no one leaves a Civic Saturday worse than they came in. Participants walk out more energized and inspired, and if you leave feeling better than when you walked in, you're more motivated and likely to take action that leads to different outcomes. In the end, it comes down to trust. For any system of government or community to succeed, you have to have trust in yourself, in your community, and in being able to get something done together that you couldn't otherwise do. Sign us up. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. I'm Jack Flanagan. I'm a high school senior going to school in Manhattan, New York. Uh, My involvement with NextGen started almost two years ago when I participated in a civic action project researching freedom of expression in New York City high schools. We conducted a survey and discovered some really interesting things about the climate of freedom of expression in New York City high schools, both public and independent. Today, I'm really excited to learn more about Citizen University, what it is, how we can restore our civic faith. So I'm really looking forward to discovering more of that today. Hi, my name is Kanisha. I'm a high school senior from Queens, New York. And in addition to being on the podcast, I'm also a facilitator at YVote. Um, and today I'm really excited to discuss a lot of, you know, just your different ventures, different projects, things you've been doing, adding on to Jack. I'd love to get to know a bit more about Citizens University um, and just your background in working in politics. And I think just from where you are right now, especially with your project, like running those civic seminaries, I think that's just such an interesting approach to politics. So yeah, I'm excited to have this conversation with you guys. Okay, so um, my name is Cornell Woolridge and I am program manager for Civic Saturday Fellowship with Citizen University. And um, I um, first got into the work of, I guess, you know, civic engagement politics at a very early age. Uh, I think I was part of my first campaign as a volunteer in third grade. Um, And I just, you know, I've always been around um, the political space, you know, since then. And 
you know, for me, it's not so much about the politics. It's really more about bringing people together and helping them not only understand their own individual power, but I'd say just as important, the power they have together and also the, you know, the the ways that they have to come together um, that are not just about people being the same, but also about the difference and not just tolerating difference, but actually embracing it and learning from it and growing from it. So um, that's really what brought me into this work and keeps me in this work. And I'm so excited to, to be here for this uh, conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I can get started with the first question. So I'd just like to ask a little bit if you could talk about, um, honestly, like, what are you doing right now? Um, if you want to talk about some of your bigger projects, um, these civic seminars that you started up again, we just, I'd love to get a little bit of context of what your work looks like right now. That's a, man, that's a really great question. What am I doing right now? Um, right now um, in my work, I'm actually, we just got through the briefing from, as you know, we kind of talked, uh, you know, um, before recording. Uh, we just got through uh, hosting uh, our um, civic seminary, uh, which just happened this past week in um, in Seattle, and we just got through the briefing today um, about that, because what that is is we bring people from all over the country, all different walks of life, um, different. Uh, ethnicities, different religions, uh, just different perspectives. And we do that um, because we want to bring people together to understand and to really dig into and to, you know, and to be able to, to, to grow in their understanding and then help build civic faith in their respective communities. I think that that sounds really exciting and, and definitely definitely something that I would love to do. Um, I'm wondering, though, could you talk a little bit more about what is, what, what is civic faith? What does that mean? I'm, just, I'm interested to hear sort of why that language was chosen and if you could elaborate a little bit on, on the, the phrasing. Well, so, you know, I know as, as not being the person that created uh, um, Citizen University, that would be Eric Liu and, and Janae Kane, um, is actually a husband and, and wife um, that came up with everything. But the idea of it came out of wanting to find a civic analog to, uh, to faith, because it is something that connects and unites people from all kinds of walks of life in a belief in, in something kind of higher than themselves. And while, um, you know, civic faith is not necessarily believing in something higher than oneself, it is belief in something that is beyond your control and something that is beyond your own individual bubble and that you actually have to, to a certain extent, you've got to trust the people that you're working with, the community, for those things to actually come to pass. So while it's certainly not in, it's not spiritual in, you know, and belief in a creator or a supreme being, it is a belief in the power of community that, you know, it can be, you know, substantiated, you know, with, with kind of evidence, but there's also part of it that, you know, you see communities come together and do things that are miraculous that, you would have thought there's no way this could happen and they come together to do it. And that's not necessarily just a one plus one equals two equation. That is these people come together and then a, a kind of intangible connection and an energy that they really create together to do these things that need to happen in their community. So it's it's weird. And I say it's weird because I'm, I'm somebody that comes out of 
very much a um, a faith tradition. You know, I grew up in the church, so the, I think the question that you had about it was one of the questions I had when I was actually really looking into Citizen University. I was like, okay, there's a lot of language around faith. Like, what is this really about? And so, you know, I, I researched it, and I've certainly got to know more about it since you no know, joining the organization but yeah it's it's a fantastic question i totally get it and you know it, it's one that I, I talk about a bit and we're always talking about ourselves yeah um so i was wondering what you talked a little bit about like how you kind of started to develop this philosophy and why you think it's so important um so if you wanted to kind of connect that with your work with like citizens university if you could talk a little bit more about what that is well so no, there is a, a a rooting in, I'd say there's a rooting in community um, with this university. I would, I will say that not necessarily all of the programs, because we have, we have a few different programs, not all of them have, as I say, as, as fundamental uh, rooting in civic faith as, as the Civic Saturday uh, Fellowship, which I'm the program manager of, but there is just a, you know, overall inherent um, you know, understanding and importance in, you know, really the power of community and the power of, of having those conversations with people that you don't usually have them with, and even having a confidence in your community's ability to, you know, to, to do the things that need to be done and, and to understand what they need to identify that and then to come together and say, okay, how do we address this? Or, who do we want to be as a community and how can we come together to be that? A belief in a power and a capacity beyond your own and beyond maybe even your understanding, then to trust a political system that is made of people, but is still people coming together, maybe not in a church, but they're coming together, you know, in maybe a community, you know, a town hall, or they're coming together to vote, or they're coming together at some kind of, you know, political event, or even just a board meeting. It's still people coming together in the interest of serving their community. And when you have that, there is, again, that power that is beyond one person and even beyond, you know, kind of general calculation that I feel like there is a basis in that spiritual faith that people who have that you know, if you talk with them and, and keep the partisan stuff out of it, but just about civic engagement and community coming together, they can make that connection. And it's not as it's not as, as wide a gap as I think sometimes it seems when you have people who call themselves religious, you know, also being stereotyped as being against politics and being against politicians. So I really work to help bridge that gap, whether it be through uh, the Civic Society Fellowship, or even just the work I do, you know, personally, you know, in my my own personal time. Yeah, I really like that, um, what you were saying about kind of this, I think we talk about this a lot um, on our podcast. I'm sure this MGP Civic Forums, I'm sure this one, their community agreements, and we talk about it a lot in Why Vote as well, how people obviously come to all of these conversations with their own personal experiences, their own backgrounds, and their own stories to tell. And um, I really like how you emphasize the sort of like humanity in politics that I think we forget about a lot of times because like before we are political agents or before we are like civic actors, we are humans and we are people first um, above all else. And I think, I think especially when talking to people with like different views than you or talking to people that have like entirely different upbringings, which is really hard to do. 
sometimes yeah. you're just like coming at things with kind of I don't want to say irreconcilable, but like seemingly irreconcilable right. worldviews. Like you just view the world so differently and your values may be oriented just like like on complete opposite ends of the spectrum, which Absolutely. is I think can make those conversations really hard. So I guess like my question for you is when it comes to having conversations where people's values aren't really aligned and when people are coming into it, just like, with a completely different lens on the world and a completely different understanding of the world than someone else. Yeah, that's, you know, and, and maybe this is just me being, uh, um, you know, optimistic and, and I am, but I, I I generally try to mix my, you know, optimism with, you know, reality because uh, I, I have lived a life where I was led by optimism and um, when that goes well, it's great. When it doesn't, it's really bad. So <laughs> I've tried to try to have a balance there. Um, for me, the the deeper the, the divisions, the more fundamental you really need to to go in that conversation. We have reasons for how we see things differently, and we both have at least one or two things that we care about that are the same. And really, when it comes down to it, it is, you know, we really get the most angry and we get the most divided on how we get those things done, not what we want to get done. I mean, somebody who's a big military person, they want to make sure the country's safe. Okay, that's cool. Someone who's a big environmentalist person, they want to make sure the country's safe too. They are on opposite ends of the spectrum, but they both care about protecting this country. So okay, how do we get together on that? Because that's all we need to worry about. We don't have to be the same person. We don't have to think the same things, but let's come together and, and talk enough to realize that there are things that we, that we both care about, like fundamentally, and let's talk about that because that's a space where, you know, where I'd say relations can grow. That's where understanding can grow. And that's where, you know, really the connection of people who seem to be very different, where that can grow too. And so I, I would say to you that, yeah, when you've got two people who are really different, you've got to get really fundamental and you've got to find out, okay, what are the base things that, or base thing, it may just be one, what's the, what is the base thing that these two people who are very different care about? And what's that conversation like? Yeah, I'm going to let Jack jump real quick, but I just wanted to highlight, I think what you're saying about assuming good intent is really important when having those conversations, because I think we antagonize each other as like label each other's good or bad a yeah. lot and straying away from that dichotomy is like where we need to start, you know, remedying some of that like polarization. That's so Absolutely. Okay, Jack, Absolutely. go ahead. And it's, it's one of the things that we actually, that we teach and we talk about in Civic you know, Saturday Fellowship is listening for understanding, not to respond. And that's one that, that is, that, that really speaks to what you were saying is that if you're listening to understand and to hear, and you're not listening to, okay, what is it I can attack? What is it I can speak to as a response? If you're listening to understand and listening to be able to hear them, it's a completely different space. It is a, that intention is going to have you hear things differently. It's going to have you take in things differently, and it's going to get a different kind of engagement. 
I think that this is, I mean, I'm, I've really been excited by just listening in on this conversation. I think it really fills me with a lot of like, and you know, my English teacher would, would be annoyed at the repetition of this word, but a lot of faith for sort of the, the kind of different discussions we can be having. But are there any other strategies that you encourage people to use when they're organizing these events to sort of get that really productive and, 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 and you know, well-assumed, like, like uh, to get a, a discourse with uh, assumed good intent going? Yeah, well, you know, as you know, we we do have a a particular structure, um, you know, with a Civic Saturday that we, you know, that we certainly talk about and we really, you know, strongly suggest our fellows use. You know, if they want to do a different take on it, that's fine. You know, we're we're not necessarily, you know, we're not married to it being this certain structure, and we found it works. And so, you know, it generally starts with. Um, you know, starts with just a you know a hello and 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 really bringing purposefully reaching out to people that are in different bubbles because you know and that's if you can I mean if you know people have civic Saturdays of of different you know sizes sometimes it's just um, you know maybe ten or fifteen people sometimes it's thirty forty fifty people and so depending on the scale of your civic Saturday you know we really encourage um, fellows to invite people that they themselves might not typically talk to because like hey if you don't talk to them okay well that already there is going to be a different perspective because if you don't talk to them there's a decent chance the people you hang out with don't talk to them so okay excellent the only way you can bridge a gap is by bringing enough people who are on opposite sides of that bridge to to the area and so that's one of the first things we do is like hey you know what are your connections how can you uh, find people in, in different groups that you don't typically talk to. How can you do that? How can you figure that out? Then you have the song, then you have the sermon. And then after sermon, we have what we call civic circles, where we kind of intentionally have groups of people, four or five people, you know, get together in a circle, you know, in the, the place where you're at holding this, the Civic Saturday, and you all are getting more into like a community issue where you talk about that and you figure out, hey, what's your experience? What do you know? What have you seen? What have you done? And that's another way that people are able to, you know, really connect. And then after that, depending on kind of the time and how you structure your service, maybe you have another song. And so with that, within that, that you know, um, within that gathering, you have given people several different ways to connect and to open up. And so they've heard somebody speak, that who, who just heard somebody from their own words speak. You generally have heard someone else's words speak, so a poem or like I said, part of a speech. You've sung together. You have gotten to know somebody else, even just for five minutes, one-on-one. And then you've got to talk with other people, small group of people, about your community. And so you have all these different layers of connection and of communication and of opening up that by the time you're done, you know, people are going to have you no know, different experiences with uh, Civic Saturday they attend, but in general, nobody leaves a Civic Saturday worse than they walked in with it. So they, they go to Civic Saturday and they're at a certain point and they leave and, and they are inevitably at a better point with their community and just in how they feel about the kind of their environment than they were when they started. And that's a huge place to start because if you're leaving an event feeling better than you did when you walked in, you are more prone to take different action. And like, and really that's kind of the key is having that connection with people in your community you might not otherwise have and having 
that motivation to take different action, which is going to lead to different results, which is, you know, ultimately how community gets built. Thanks very much for that. That really was, I, I, I have to say, I'm really reminded I go to a Catholic school and I'm really reminded of how much it almost sounds like a, like some of the retreats we go on. And I really, really, I think it's so interesting to me. And, and I don't know that I said this, but I think that the idea of having a civic faith and almost having some sort of foundational affirmation in our, in, in our project of democracy um, is, is something really powerful. And I think is quite frankly missing from a lot of the discourse we have today. I mean, and, and I mean, you know, um, a bias says I am, I agree. <laughs> and so I mean, in that, and really, you know, it, in, in the end, it comes to trust. Like, you know, in order for any political system that, had, that has any, anything to do with self-governance to succeed, you've got to have trust. You have to trust the people that you are together governing with, because if you don't trust each other, you're not going to govern together. You're going to be in your silos. And then that system of governance, you know, ours being a federal democratic republic, you know, um, uh, no, sorry, federal yeah, democratic republic, you know, it's not going to operate. And if it doesn't operate, it will break down and then we'll have something else. And so you've got to have that trust in yourself, trust in your community, and trust that you all together can get this done and can do this thing that you have as a responsibility as a citizen for it to work. And so, you know, faith, we're, we're, no, in, in this case, we have created a, a, you know, civic analog to spiritual faith, but really in the end, both, both spiritual faith and civic faith are based in trust. You know, with spiritual faith, it is trust in a, in a higher power, um, that understands and that you have understanding about the world from and just believing, okay, you know, what you say is going to happen, I believe it and I'm going to live my life in that way. And with civic faith, it is a trust in yourself and in your community and still that bond that comes together with a community that does go beyond just the kind of simple equation of, of a human person and two humans working together. And so there is that trust. Like that's really the foundation of, of all that and how they can kind of connect, even though they may seem really different. Great. Uh, thank you all so much, Cornell. Keep feeling better and uh, we will see you all soon. Okay. Thank Bye. you all so much. It was a fantastic conversation. I really enjoyed it. I look forward to hearing the podcast. We yeah. did too. Have thank you so much for being here. All right. You have a wonderful rest of the evening.